You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Show. The voice of the Irving Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. 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 And as always, in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben I mean, aka Black King Kirby, Tan the Manly, The Pilgrim, Bid Betch. Lion-O Richie. That's a troll. classic one. Yes, thank you. Lion-O Richie. I like that one. I can't believe it never, you know. You so, did. Uh, no, I did before, but I just feel like, you know, it's like, that was so recent. But anyway, yeah. you know. <laughs> Enough about these AKAs. Let me introduce my co-captain here. Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Lambo Calrissian, Dame Diner Dash, Chance the Parappa, the Ting of the North, and Lord of Lightsabers. Mm, making it difficult on me because, uh, yeah, I will be editing this week, folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna have to pull out all the tricks and the gadgets, you know. That's some behind-the-scenes information right there. Ooh. Ooh, but welcome to another episode of the Fall Nerd Show. Like I said before, thank you for joining us here on whatever platform that you are listening to us, peeping us live on twitch.tv slash Nerds on whatever podcast platform that you're here on. Thank you for joining us, man. Feels Thank good you. to be back, for real. Like, every week, I'm so happy to be here. Feels good to be back here. Doesn't feel good to be on this planet right now. Fair, uh, it's rough. As you saw, I've been drinking. <laughs> Had that big old hen bottle. You know, uh, I, I was telling you that story, and I didn't even finish it because we started talking about people getting clowned at Howard. But uh, long story short i once saw white love doing this show all night long he's destroying it but all night long he has a cup in his hand i mean he's destroying it but he has his cup and he's sipping heavily from this cup <laughs> halfway through the show my man white turns to the audience it's like smoking grooves y'all it's one of these big giant outdoor festivals turns to the audience and if anybody want to know what i'm drinking tonight it's motherfucking hennessy One of the greatest moments of my life. I he could, said that in the middle of his set. In the, if anybody, because I mean, he was he could not stop drinking from this cup. Wow! Right, so it was one of those things. Everybody's like, "What the f- is Wyclef drinking tonight?" Hennessy. Well, I'm glad we're talking about more hilarious things mm-hmm. than the situation we're in now. Facts. Actually, I don't think we're in that bad of a situation, man. I think people really need to uh, get up and vote. One, mm. um, get ready for a fight. Two. 
because physically it, and I mean, mentally I, and politically mentally spiritually more so than physically because okay. i think all that yeah i mean there's gonna be some little but man let's get for real man these oh proud boys whatever they want to call themselves like people are all upset about the big shout out to them last night like this knee like this um <laughs> you can't call him a negro <laughs> yeah i know i can't yeah you know, he is a Negro of the white people, though. I mean, this cracker, you know, is over there, you know, like inciting them and everything. But come on, fam. Proud Boys just had a big ass rally where they were talking about there could be 10,000 people there and there was maybe 150. Like, they don't have it. You know what I mean? They day is done. They, they are, may not have it in numbers, but you do have it in psychotic. So yeah, you do, but you know, you gotta, I mean, it only takes one person to go brazy. So true indeed, but it also takes one person to shut that one person down. You know what I mean? And I believe true. in the power of blackness and the strength of our ancestors. So you know what I mean? I ain't trying to worry about you know these crackers out here with these dumbass ideas. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I do yeah. have this. I do have this thing though. I, I just wanted to do a podcast, and um, don't anybody steal my idea, but I want to do uh, what's wrong with white man? You know, or what's wrong with Whitey? You know, and just really sit there and each week just ask some white person, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I mean? And let's get to the bottom of this. Let's fix it. You know what I mean? Because I want to know. Get to I, the bottom of like, I really don't want to know because I really don't care. Because, like, you know, I know a lot of the, you know, concerns are illegitimate and just nonsense. But, you know, some of them have real concerns and stuff. And some of them just need to be educated. You know, that's the thing. People really need to be sat down and really explain things because they are learning from the wrong sources. You know, they don't have a good grasp of history, of knowledge, of anything like that. I'm not educating anybody. I've, I've exited that industry. I'm not doing uh, it on Twitter, but I'll do it on a podcast. Oh. What's wrong with Whitey? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Speaking of a podcast, we are on this, the For All Nerd Show. Uh. We are talking about geek and pop culture. Mm-hmm. We have some news, though, that, that some stuff that dropped in the last couple of days. Yep. They cast Miss Marvel. Hmm. That's exciting. And it's a newcomer. Beautiful. Yeah, the young lady's name is Iman Galani. Um, so Miss Marvel is being written by Bisha K. Ali. Uh, and for those who don't know, uh, Miss Marvel, also known as Kamala Khan, is a Pakistani-American team based in New Jersey. Sure. Um, and, you know, we're finally getting the... the uh, what I was trying to say, the live action version, mm-hmm. this shit's going to be fire. Uh, they have said that, that, you know, as we know, last week we talked about how Tatiana Maslany is going to be She-Hulk. Mm. Um, Sam L. Jackson's getting his own series. Like, Disney Plus is putting in work. Putting in work. And they've already confirmed that, especially, you know, Kamala. They've said it about pretty much everybody, but Kamala especially is going to be going back and forth from the MCU into the uh, Disney Plus series. So she's already mm. set for the big screen as well. That's and, what's up. Yeah, and if uh, y'all haven't played uh, the new Marvel Avengers game yet, you know, I, it's not the greatest game ever or anything, but I, oh my God, how they use Miss Marvel and that story they told with her. I mean, I can't lie. To, it, I, the thug tear almost came out at the end. <laughs> it wasn't like Spider-Man where I was just like, ah! You know, but it was a little bit of like, mm. You know, mm, you know, I feel you, Miss Marvel. I love you, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, that I mean, I can't lie. To you. They tell a great story in that Avengers game with her. And it really just get, is getting mm-hmm. people hype, you know, getting people used to the character, getting people to see her. So mm-hmm. it's dope. Yeah. Well, once if I ever get a PS5, I'll be joining you. Unless unless there's some cross-platform play available. Maybe I could do it up on Steam. But I don't think I'm getting a PS5 anytime soon. 
Well, you know, I mean, Avengers is still for PS4. You know. No, I know, but I don't have a, a PlayStation right now. So. Oh, yeah, you were waiting for the uh, new, new. I yeah, feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, ass so out right now. <laughs> Wario hasn't come through. <laughs> no, no, no. Wario sixty four has not come through. Damn. Uh, the last, the last thing he tweeted about it, it was for military only. So wow, I'm not in that. Category. My man is just shooting out every. I mean, every link. I want to see what his affiliate, how much money he's been getting from an affiliate. Because my God, Lord. Um. Also, my man said I got the armed forces unlocked. <laughs> yo, he got everybody. Um. Got also, you, homie. also. In, uh, in 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 the, in the kind of the vein of Marvel, they're all connected to Marvel. Uh, Tani Hasi Coates mm. uh, releases tribute to beautiful tribute also to Chadwick Boseman today. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to find it in I think every Marvel comic book that's published this week. I've oh really? It, yeah, I've seen it on a bunch of the covers. Like there's a you know like Chadwick Boseman you know little thing on all the covers I think this week. So it's really nice what Marvel did and the tribute. You know Tani Hasi, that's my brother, man. If y'all don't know. H-U. H-U, you know. We've had him on uh, two episodes already, and y'all can go listen to them. But I actually talked to him the night, uh, I mean, Chadwick passed, and we were both just like, I think he was one of the few who actually knew about the cancer beforehand because he was very close with Chadwick. Oh, really? Yeah. I, oh, my I'm God. Not sure. yeah, I'm not sure. If, you know, don't don't quote me on that because it's, like like I said, Chadwick is very tight with Ta-Nehisi, uh, a few, Another friend of mine, Camilla, another friend of mine, Oni, like really tight with them. So, but I mean, I don't even know how much they knew because it's just, you know, he kept everything very close. So, mm-hmm. but Tanahasi knew him very well. Like I said, I didn't know Chadwick nearly as well as Ta did. I know Ta a lot better than I knew Chadwick. Like Ta, that's mm. my brother, you know what I mean? Like, mm. but um, yeah, it, it's just, uh, I mean, he's one of the greatest writers, you know, that we have and. You yeah, know, I'm just happy that he got to do that for him. It's really moving. So definitely uh, check that out. It's also on our socials. So if you want to check it on our timeline, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that came out the sequel trailer for The Craft Legacy. Um, it's a, now I had initially thought it was a reboot. It's not. It's a sequel, which is claiming a continuation of the original Craft story. Mm. I'm not the target audience, and you know I'm not going to speak as if I am. The issue I have, though, with it is understood that it's a sequel. However, we couldn't get creative with the casting. We couldn't get creative with the story. I'm mean, At least based on what I see from the trailer and what I'm reading about it. Um, Three white girls and a black girl? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I actually heard that one of the actors is, one of the actors is a, a trans Latinx. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, a, a, a trans woman Latinx actor. So I don't like for all the actors there. Like I said, I don't know if there's some you know underlying representation there that we just aren't clear of. But the way that they presented it, they it, it, to me they just made like a remake. So, but then they're like, no, no, no. This is a continuation of the story. As as you watch the trailer, at one point one of the characters picks up a picture of Nancy, who was um, she ended up like flipping out she was i don't know if you, if you remember watching the craft then no. but she was the one that ended up getting real powerful and flipping out and they had to bind her at the end because she she all the power went to her head but it's a, it's a and i see that a lot of people who have watched it we got really mixed reviews from mm-hmm. people who saw it on our timeline half of y'all was just like yo it's a classic why why touch it 
the other half was just like, oh, you know, this this might be cool because they, they're updating it. I'm also of the mind like it looks very, it's giving me very One Tree Hill CWTs. It's kind of corny, <laughs> so I don't know. Remind me this, is the craft the one where like the three sisters find out that they have another half sister? Like, is that the pilot? Because I've read a script and I feel like they already did a craft remake. If they did, I have no idea. But the craft was is was really about basically three outcast girls who and who were friends and they're practicing witchcraft on the side. And then a fourth girl comes into town. She ends up being part of their coven. But mm-hmm. then egos and other shit get in the way. Things go wrong. People take their powers too far, etc. I think people die. <laughs> obviously, I think this is something yeah. else that I read. I can't remember exactly, but I I read something like this. I read a script or something, but you know, no, I've I've only seen the original, like maybe bits and pieces on cable on a Sunday afternoon. You know, so that's about it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it is what it is. Like I said, but I also like it's for the movies. Also, really aimed at teen girls. Mm-hmm. So I and I think that's important to note. Like ads were critiquing trailers or whatever is like also think about who's the target audience yeah. right if it's not if it's clearly not for you then mm-hmm. don't be like oh this is trash but it's just like well it's not for yeah. your demo so yeah just leave it alone i i never understand people who do that when they're just like you know it's like this is obviously not for you like the craft is not for me the first one wasn't for me really mm-hmm. and the second one really ain't for me so it's just like all right cool you know mm-hmm. if it looks good i'll pick it up i really don't i can't like even that script i read i can't remember what it was but it was basically like young teen girls in magic and I liked the script but I didn't want to watch the show but I was like this is solid you know I, I understood yeah. if people wanted to watch it they'd love it well the craft has always been a cult classic for me so mm-hmm. um yeah I, I will get this I'm gonna give it a chance like it could go either way it, like it it, it it did give me a little bit of watered down tease but we'll see what happens mm-hmm. now something that I am hyped for Woohoo! This Friday night, folks, October 2nd, the For All Nerds are hosting a live tweet watch party with the one and only Twin Speaks. That's right, Vita Ayala and Danny Lore will be joining us. Vita and Danny, I love them so much. And I've known Danny since they were just uh, working at Forbidden Planet. That's been the homie since then. I didn't even know they were a writer like that. You know, uh, we just always used to chop it up. So it's so ill to see them. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah, it's so <laughs> ill to see them on this next level now because I've known Danny since then. And I've been a fan of Vita since pretty much since the first time I heard their name. So, yeah, you know, um, yes, we are doing a live watch party of the new film Vampires versus the Bronx. Oh, excuse me. Uh-huh. Which debuts on Friday on Netflix. So Friday night, October 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in to your Netflix. Turn it on. Start up Vampires with the Bronx. We're going to come up with a hashtag for this. You know, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Make sure you're following our socials. The cast is very interesting. Yes. Um, besides, I see Sarah Gaddon, Chris Red, The Kid Marrow. Oh, God. As in Jesus and Marrow. Yes. <laughs> So you I'm know, so hyped. So you know he's going to be flipping out. Method Man is in this, too. Oh, my God. They're okay. Uh, I know this, all the women are tuning in now because Method Man got butt naked Method this week Man. on Power. Did, you know, are you I, 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 I seen the clips. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I'm sure the they're clips. all over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, you know, my man's working out. I was like, okay, time to, you know, bend, do some more push-ups, you know. I ain't a hater. 
You know what I mean? I'm, you know, I, I celebrate. I don't hate. So, All right. Oh my God, though. Yeah, I'm getting real Lost Boys vibe, but like also uh, tap the block vibe, you know? Okay. So. And I, I imagine wait. it's in the Bronx. It, it takes in place the Bronx. in the Bronx. So. They say the plot is like gentrification, but instead of, you know, them crackers, it's them vampires. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe we'll get a chopped cheese in there. We'll see. <laughs> so so just marrow, no no desus? I, I just, just said the kid They're marrow. They're both Bronx, right? Yes, but yes. I just see the kid Merrill. But this is again, this is just this little cast list I'm looking True. at. Who knows who, who may knows? actually who, pop yeah, out? Look at the IMDb, but yeah. we'll see. Yes, well, Friday night we will see on Netflix, October second, nine p.m. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you're following us all at For All Nerds on all socials, so you can mm-hmm. find out more information. Figure out what hashtag we're doing mm-hmm. this with. You know, you're gonna see it all over the Twitters already. So, yo, one of the producers is Lauren Michaels. Oh, that's SNL. big time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they have yeah. a uh, Latinx uh, writer and director. Yes. Yep. He, Excellent. He, he, they wrote and directed it. So, you know, that's what's Should up. There'd be some fire right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, speaking of fire, make sure you are listening to Tales of the Nova Realm. That mm-hmm. is the podcast from that is produced by our engineer, the great Luna. Thank you very much. Tales of No Realm is like an RPG slash Dungeons and Dragons type of feel to it, um, fantasy type of thing. Uh, the first three episodes are out. I absolutely love the series um, from sound design to story. Like it is super legit. You can listen to it pretty much on every podcast platform. I know it's on Apple. I know it's on Google. I know it's on Spotify. Um, you can probably hear it on SoundCloud, but just make sure if you're into that at all, take a listen to it. Word up. And with that, we're going to take a quick break right here, but we will be right back with more from Four Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tales podcast. And when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to Four Hour Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone. And when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to Four All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, aka Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world, hip-hop culture i'm watching for all nerds hey this is logan browning and when i'm not trying to take over netflix i'm looking to for all of us yo what up this is yahya abdul mateen the second i play black manta in the aquaman movies and when i'm not getting around the city i'm chilling listening to for all nerds what's up y'all this is Anne steven harris fire artist co-creator of aztec fire artist on ajala the fringe michael cray Watson the Holmes, don't forget Watson the Holmes, award winner of Watson the Holmes, Glyph Award, eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing and writing and producing and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. 
Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to Four All Nerds. Welcome back to this episode of For All Nerds. Thank you for joining us here. Oh, yeah, it's a cold-hearted world out there in the breaks between shows. Let me tell you that. <laughs> a lot of slander goes on in between while these breaks are going on. But, yes, we're back. Thank you for joining us. Uh, real quick, let me say, if you are watching Lovecraft Country, then you need to keep listening to our sister podcast, The Safe Negro Podcast Show. Mm-hmm. Because me, Tatiana King, and Portia Patterson have been breaking it down. Every nook and cranny of this show, episode by episode. Literally. And it's one of my most favorite things that we've ever done. It's incredible. And I'm having a blast. Um, I definitely took six hours <laughs> in my research last time. So it's all worth it. It's all for you all. This week is uh, is Diana's episode and I think the Nightmare on Elm Street episode. So I cannot. I heard somebody say it was like a devil doll situation happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, the devil doll is in the book. But yeah. Misha has talked about how she used one of the episodes to do a Nightmare on Elm Street and comment on how it affects young black girls. Oh. <laughs> You're so ready. If y'all don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street has always been one of my... It was like the first horror movie that I could get into because I was shook as a kid. You know, I wasn't peeping none of them. And my man was like, nah, you got to see Freddy. He's wild funny. And so I was like, all right. And then when I saw him and he was, you know, clowning people as he was killing them, I was hooked. So I was never into horror. It's still not, but Uh, I I fucks with Lovecraft. It's so funny because we talk about how I'm... Like People always think that I'm not... And what it is, I'm not into gore and I'm not into torture. Like those mm. type of things. I'm no, I'm so in no the saw gore. for you. Yeah, I'm in the gore, actually. I'm not in the torture gore. I'm into like creature gore, you know, transformation gore, all that type of stuff. And even a, you know, a well-executed, hilarious Jason or Freddy kill, I'm definitely into, no matter how gory. Like, this is one Freddy where my man uh, pushes dude's head into the wall and it makes like an imprint of his face screaming. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was so hilarious. I see, I'm not into any of that at oh all. Oh my God. But I I've cried been laughing. I'm not into any of that. Yeah. But and I do like the weird ones, like the, the ones that kind of straddle things. Like I did, like, well, at least the first Saw, that was it. But I liked Saw. Oh, no, I hate all those. I love, I love things like Final Destination. Yeah, see, not really that, not a big fan of that either. Um, I just peeped this joint on, I want to see say it was on netflix it's this uh spanish movie from spain about it's called the bar and i won't give away any more than that uh ba style girl put me up onto it shout outs and it is it's an ill horror thriller joint and i loved it you know what i mean so yeah i just don't like torture i don't like seeing people getting tortured that's something i can't deal with i remember you had a problem with uh when what's his name and huge (laughs) <laughs> when was his name in uh, Game of Thrones was doing that? My boy Ramsey. Yeah, 
doing it in Puerto Rico. Yeah, no, I was not a, I was not a fan. When we did Castle Black, I literally fast forwarded through like so much of that season because yes. I'd already seen it and I was not sitting there watching anytime he appeared on screen, you know, until that man got <laughs> ate by dogs. Waving the sausage around. Oh yeah, when, when he got ate by dogs, I rewound that a few times. Oh, well-deserved death, well-deserved. Well-deserved, yes. All right, that's enough of random geek stuff right there. And actually, no, it's not enough because we have some more coming up in one of my favorite segments. Always so great. The guac is extra. Equally asked questions. The guac is extra. Where we answer any and all listener questions. All you have to do is hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com or hit us on the Twitters, on the Instagrams at forallnerds. And ask us anything, really. Any, well, I, no, I, I won't say that. I got to limit that because people are asking. Some, and we'll, we'll see this tonight, you know. All right. But yeah. <laughs> ask what you want. That's what we'll say. Okay. Yes. What do we have up first? Up first comes from Picture Me Roland, a.k.a. Black Panthro. I think I've used that. Okay. But I AK- added it, you know. A.k.a. Suge Knight Nurse. That's funny. Suge Knight nurse. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's, that's good. Good job. Yeah. AKA Memphis Bleecker Street. Memphis Bleecker Street magician. Okay, this is another, you're doing what Maze be doing. <laughs> you adding too much, you too much mustard. Yeah. Uh, too know, much mustard on the glizzy. Just. I, I do agree. It. I do agree. Memphis Bleecker Street. Like if you just left it there? Yeah. Because, like, who knows if there's a Bleecker Street magician? I, I didn't. I'm sure someone will tell us. Um, yeah, whatever. Who cares? AKA, AKA Han Dolo. Everybody's used that one. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a new one. Oh. A, AKA Silk the Shagoth. <laughs> not mad. Shagoth, Shagoth, Silk the Shaka. Okay, I'm yeah. not mad about it, but the best yeah. one was Suge Night Nurse. Yeah, Suge yeah. Night Nurse is the winner out of that, that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. The question goes, since For All Nerds shows, excuse me, since For All Nerds shows love to the fans of geek culture, I just want to know, who was the first person you fanned or geeked out for upon meeting them? Who was the first person uh, that you did that for? And who is someone you know you're going to be excited to see if you ever meet them? And also, who is the, la- who's the first person you did it for? Who is the last person you did that for? And then who is someone you're going to be excited to see? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, mm. We were just talking about this earlier. I personally, I think I, I don't who, I was on another podcast. I was a guest on another podcast. And I will answer it the same way I answered to them. I don't get starstruck like that. There's only two people in this world that, or were in this world that can make me do that. And that's either Beyonce or Michael Jackson. I've, I've been right next to Beyonce. You what? Yeah, I've been writing that story a few times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. H Town going. I handed down. her a CD once. I handed her a DJ Ben I mean Mix CD as she was uh, stepping out of the club in Houston. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, I get like I'm happy to meet everybody and like, yeah, there's there I have faves, but I'm I probably won't geek out on anybody. The first and, so, and, I, and I've never geeked out on anybody. Wow, no, I I've knocked a lot like that. But the first time I ever saw Beyonce in person, I've told this story before is uh was in the gallery at Houston. And she's sitting there with, uh, I'm with my mom and we're at Chili's and she's at Chick-fil-A, Beyonce is like, which is right next to it. And she's sitting there with these two white dudes who look like punk rockers. 
And I could not figure out who the hell she was at first, but I'll just <laughs> sit in there like flabbergasted at how beautiful this woman was. Like of I'll course. just sit there like, oh my God. And then later on, we're walking through the mall and she's walking with Kelly and um Solange. And that's when I was like, oh, it's was this that's this must be Destiny's Child Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. This was like end of Destiny's Child Beyonce. Okay. Yeah, very end of it. Yeah. And I was just sitting there stunned at this woman. So yeah. Right. Um it, is there someone you know you're gonna be excited to see? Like, I'm always excited to see all of our guests. Like yeah. but not to the like I'm hyperventilating type of thing. I have a whole nother story, but for the first one ever, I'd have to say it was when I met DJ Premier and I screamed like a you know, Did you really? Like a schoolgirl. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this is a long story short, but there's a record store, or there was a record store in Houston called Soundwaves. He used to work there. Everyone at Soundwaves knew I was the biggest fan. Um, one day he was just visiting them, and I walked in the door, and my man was like, yo, look over there. And I looked to the left, and it was DJ Premier, and I screamed out, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, screamed it, right? So for the next two years until I graduated, every time I walk into that record store, everyone in there would turn and scream out, oh, shit. Are you serious? Yes. That's actually kind of cool, kind of embarrassing. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, I'm mad that story isn't still there. But, yeah, that's when I saw – because DJ Premier is, like, my main inspiration for being a DJ. And so when I saw him, I just – Oh, wow. That's big time. Out. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm, like, 16 years old. You know, I've been DJing for, like, a couple months, and God walks up, you know, is what it felt like right. to me. Yeah, so I was – I, I screamed, like, as if God walked up. You know, so, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, the last person I can't remember. I remember this was one you were here for was when DMC came onto our show. Oh, uh, when um, I'm run DMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one was just because it was. I remember he was with Combat Rest in Peace next door, and DMC walks in, and I'm just like, oh, f what the fuck? You know, DMC just walked in the door. You know what I mean? So that. But I didn't bug out. We did the interview, you know, and killed it. So. Yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe because I'm, I'm usually kind of subdued in my reactions anyway. I'm just like, hey, what's up? And I could be incredibly excited, but I'm still like, hey. <laughs> See, yeah, and I'm, I never got to meet Prince who or Tupac. Oh, Pr Prince, I would have a problem. But See, I would have to check myself because I know yeah. he don't like that. So <laughs> I would need to relax. I would relax, but I would just be like, look, Adore is the greatest song ever made. Thank you. You know, that's all I got to say, fam, you know? Yeah. Like, like Prince, you gotta be you, you would have to be like just cool about it or yeah. like he would be walking the other way ASAP. So and like I said, I've been right next to Beyonce, I've been right next to Jay, and I know people who know Jay very well. So that's like um I've talked to Kanye, I've talked to um I've talked, I've sat in a room with Andre and sat there and told him, you know, that he was my favorite person ever. I've Scarface, I've you know, so like at this point, most of the people I've met already who would really blow my mind, you know? Mm. Yeah, I've already met them and been like, yo, you're the shit. You know, like I was telling you before the show, I, I got to meet Biggie, you know, mm -hmm. back at HU and tell him, mm -hmm. Biggie, you're dope. Oh, I just realized it. You, you know why? Because I think I, I, I did, in fact, have heart palpitations, but I got it together because I had to interview mm -hmm. her. When I interviewed Mae Jemison mm, two years ago. I believe ago, it, yeah. May Jemison is one of my heroes, like yeah. literally since I've been in middle school, elementary school, like I wanted to be an astronaut. She, mm. she's, she was an astronaut, doctor, all about engineering, all about space. Like she was on fucking Star Trek. Like that's that she was, 
was and still is kind of the epitome of everything I wanted to be when it came to just being the 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 smart girl, the girl who was into that type of stuff. So to meet her, that was absolutely a dream come true. Um, I was, and maybe I didn't think of it to answer this question because mm-hmm. again, I had to be smooth with it. We were interviewing her. I was working. I couldn't be just yelling and screaming and flipping out, but I did almost like die in a great way. If, so. if I'd met George Lucas before uh, I saw Phantom Menace, I would have lost my mind. Now, <laughs> before, before that sullied yeah. your view of him. Now it'd just be like, <laughs> I would still bug, but it'd be, it'd be different. It'd be like, you uh, like, you look, you, no, you're looking at him kind of like, he's sus. Yeah, but damn, fam. <laughs> got a sus choice. Mm-hmm. I be, you know, uh, thanks, but yeah. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. All right, great question. Thank you, Pitcher Yeah, that's rolling. a great question, though. The next one comes from our friend. What's cracking fan fam is Maze, aka Better Call Jigsaw. Instead of Better Call Saul. I get it. Yeah. Just, but it didn't do shit for you. Not really. It's cool. You know, I mean, it, it's right. cute. You know, it ain't bad. You know. All right. Yeah, Better Call Jigsaw. All right. Ain't nobody AKA. calling Jigsaw, though, you know, but, you know, <laughs> we're going to leave that, you know. AKA Akuma Kente. Akuma Kente. I, I don't know about say. this one, but I feel like some of these are going to get wild offensive, and that is towing the line. But you know, I'm you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what these are referencing. Well, that particular one is referencing. Well, Kuma Kente is uh, who in he's from Roots. Uh, who what's his name? Oh, like? so, instead of Kunta Kinte? Yeah, Kunta Kinte. Yeah, that's but and Akuma like, from Street Fighter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah moving on. Vampire in Crooklyn. That's not really a. That's not that, you. I mean, that's just Please, like... Honestly, Maze does this to get your this reactions out of you. I, I guess know so. he does. <laughs> I mean, it, it, to me, it's like that ain't even worth the reaction. That's just like failure. Um, I'm not reading the next one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, and, and neither of those. Those are Maze. Those aren't AKAs. Maze. Uh, yeah, Maze. I, I just got to... I, I want to make a personal, you know, plea to people. Like, it's not... Like, not everything is a joke, fam. Like, you know, certain things you got to just leave and, you know, we don't, we don't promote that over here. You know what I mean? Like, I saw a tweet earlier, not from you, Maze, from somebody else on our account. And I was like, I wanted to respond, but at the same time, I was like, nah, you know, I just, I just leave it, you know. But we don't, you know, it's like, some things you just got to leave in the drafts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the question goes... Um... I heard a quote from Chris Rock on the radio last week that I think is hilarious, but true. He said, the beauty of being black is the future is always better. There are no good old days. Do you agree? Also, what things should we look forward to in 2021, given how crazy this year has been? Sidebar, absolutely loving my that's all main shirt. Also cop the inclusion is revolution, okay, variant shirt. Peace and love. Thank you very much, Maze. For purchasing the merch thank you again to the incredible phenomenal chrissy who pro- uh, provided the design for the inclusion of revolution shirts and all the variations thereof just hot freaking fire i can't wait till my shirts come in mm-hmm. um we did i did see the picture of you in the uh, that's all main shirt looking good it was it's fire styling all that um shout out to mr morris for designing that Mr. Morris is, has been invaluable, and I love you so much, Mr. Morris. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. Word. Um, what do you think about that quote from Chris Rock? The beauty of being Black is the future is always better. There are no good old days. 
I don't I think I fuck with it, but (laughs) like to be honest, because I'm just like, and and again, maybe I need some time to for it to marinate in my head, but just off, just from Jump Street, like I don't really like it. I know I do like it in one way because I do uh, feel what he's saying. I've never been a person who's been like, oh, this was lit and this ain't, you know. Like when Maze asked, what do we have to look forward to? I have to look forward to being alive every day. Facts. In the story, you know, and that's I I don't have time for that. Like once again, it's a certain mentality that a lot of people have, just like oh shit's terrible uh, you know uh, and i don't have time for that you know what i mean i think it's because of my life you know like i've been through it i've been to prison this is not the worst year of my life you know what i mean yeah. my mom passed away a few years ago like i was reading an interview between uh michaela cole and donald glover and they i did talk- not like donald glover's responses in that but okay word there was one where he basically was i didn't just finish like- it Okay, oh, you, so, you might yeah. want to finish. Okay, I'll let you wait, finish wait, it. No, no, go ahead and tell me. Because, you know, it don't matter to me. Yeah, it's not spoiling. And it, it wasn't the excerpt that I read, but he was just talking about just about, in fact, we mentioned it earlier in the show, just about teaching, when, like whether or not you're going to teach white people about racism and all this other stuff. And it was just very off track for me. Like, I didn't. You, did you, need you read, to read the whole it. thing or did you read the excerpt? I, I read that section. Okay, so you should read the whole thing like, though. He had some really good stuff in there about how I'm sure he did, but that part wasn't it. Okay, I feel you. Not everybody, you know, not everybody's right, but in, you know, all men are trash. So that goes without saying. But, <laughs> um, you know, like I did like some stuff about it, but what was really impressive to me, or not impressive, something I took from it was when she was talking about the name I may destroy you for the show, which I still mm-hmm. watch that. I'm gonna start I soon. love Michaela. Yeah, I love her to death. Chewing gum is my joint, but I just wasn't ready for this yet, you know. But after reading the interview, I was like, okay, I need to peep this. Uh, oh, you haven't watched it yet? I have. No, I wasn't ready. I was in a bad place when that, you know. You still may not be ready. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm probably not. I'm going to take a slow and watch Karate Kid in between. But what I was taking from the interview was when she was saying, like, you know, I may destroy you refers to things like that. Like, they're talking about when Donald Glover's dad passed, you know, like when my mom passed, when I went through prison, like, you go through these experiences and after you go through a couple of them or so you start learning like you know this could be worse and life isn't that bad and everyday breathing is a blessing you know what i mean so i don't really have that mentality of you know what given how crazy every this is america you know what i mean like my Mm. ancestors put up with a lot worse fam like i think and that's the thing i'm old enough to remember when ronald reagan you know different presidents have been here like trump is just a blip to me you know, it's not that big a deal. You know, the problems aren't him, one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just made it where people can say this wild stuff up front. And growing up in Texas, I'm happy for that because that's how it's always been. You know, I never had this East Coast stuff where people hid their racism. I grew up with people calling me the N-word to my face. Oh, I didn't yeah. no, I, I had the covert racism. Yeah, see, I had the full in your face racism. You know what <laughs> I mean? So like, yeah, that's so I'm used to it. So this stuff, and, and I always knew it's because they were shook. You know what I mean? And they wanted to be me, but they couldn't be me. You know, so that's the thing. Those are the, you know, those are the two causes of it. So I never worried about it. So I don't, I don't have that mentality, fam, where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, what this year has been crazy. Sure, this year has been crazy. But this year, like, dog, we're still so blessed. We're in America, dog. You know what? This year is like, like, life is like this all the time for most of the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to be real appreciative of what we got here. Mm-hmm. As, and then work and fight for it, you know? And don't be complacent and don't be like, I, 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 mean, I, I don't know, man, I just hate that mentality when people are like, oh, Trump's base isn't going to change. Well, then change one of them. 
that's how revolutions start. You know what I mean? You don't start by changing the masses. You change people one-on-one. -on -one. Like, don't ever have that defeatist mentality, man. I don't, I just do not understand it. And I'm not talking to you, Maze. I'm talking to everyone. You know, I just don't understand a defeatist mentality. Yeah. You know, ever, in any circumstance. I just, uh, I just can't get with that. Do you that. understand how they may have gotten there? Yes, but it's like you need to either do more reading of history, you know, go to therapy, do something, because it's like, this is not the worst. Our ancestors had to deal with a lot worse, and they kept going. You know what I mean? And that was like what I took from that Donald Glover interview, because it actually applies to even something that we're working on right now, where he was like, anything you create right now, you're not going to, you know, you're planting a tree that you're not going to eat from the fruit. And your kids might not eat from the fruit, but your grandkids will eat that fruit. You know what I mean? And it's like what we've talked about before, like how when we're like, damn, I'm sick of telling this story. But until we tell this story and until, you know, this toxicness is erased, we're going to have to keep telling these stories till people get it. So you got to keep, keep, so, so you keep watching the slavery movies, Ben? No, that, not that story, because that story, <laughs> see, that story is not, that story Why not that story, though? Because that story is just going to reinforce that we were always slaves. Mm. See, that's, and that's what I always say about slavery films. And that's why I always know. Because Africa's history, because, you know, as Africans, as Africans in America, our history is thousands of years deeper than the 400 years that they had us in slavery. But why do they focus on that? You know why? I ain't got to an answer that for you. And that's on period. And the last question comes from Wild Palazzo. They write, who is For All Nerds? For All Nerds' favorite Twitch streamer. My favorite Twitch streamer is For All Nerds. Thank you. <laughs> My other favorite Twitch streamers, um, actually, Soldier Boy is hilarious. Uh, mm. I don't know if you've ever watched this. T Pain is great. Stream. T Pain, I love T Pain yeah. just because like the music and all that stuff. Yep, and um, his comedy is—he's just funny. Um, I especially like 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 lately. I've been watching um, Soldier Boy's um, Among Us streams. Oh God! Uh, I don't know if you've been playing. If you played Among Us, no. Game, but I've been playing it. And first of all, today I finally won as the imposter. Thank nice. God. Um, but it, it's it's a really fun like whodunit type game. Mm -hmm. Real simple graphics. Um, you basically. Every, your whole team is on a spaceship and one or maybe sometimes two people are an imposter and you're supposed to walk around this ship just doing regular tasks you know like emptying out the trash shooting meteors or you know real simple shit uh but then there's somebody like i said one or more people who are an imposter and they actually go around trying to covertly kill people but maintain their innocence and mm. so like this whole thing is about like how can you how can you kill people without getting caught? You know, when, when people do find dead bodies and then everyone's deliberating on who's the killer, how do you get out of it? Shit like that. So, and, it, and it's hilarious because when someone is like presumed to be the killer, like they, you get, you get to vote on them, they get kicked out of an airlock and they float away. <laughs> and so, so imagine watching it where the wrong people keep getting selected. And that's what happened. That's what happened when I was playing. So I was a killer. I was an imposter, and the wrong people came to And I just kept seeing bodies. You know, so and so was not the imposter, and I was dying. Oh my god! I gotta dying. see this. 
it's it's so much fun. And like and in fact it's another team group play we should do together on the mm. on the on the twitch well, on the I'm for just, all nerds twitch i'm just saying my favorite streamer will be tatiana king but i'm still waiting you know for that debut on the for all nerds twitch. actually you know funny enough i did debut and then my sound didn't work <laughs> <laughs> i debuted last week it was my i said first stream ever i saw that yeah but you know i saw it on, sound didn't work yeah i saw it on your stream you know i'm still waiting for that debut on the for all nerds stream oh it's coming you know I mean? it's coming yeah, i'll, I'll yeah. jump on that yeah, you gotta the get fuck, the sound bro, right first. So. Yeah. It's always more is yo, the other day I figured out when I if I just lift my laptop up and keep it elevated like off the you know table, it it cools it better and does keeps my CPU down. <laughs> why Damn. You, why don't you put you have a crate you can put it on because crate Oh know, no, I got a what do you call it? I have a DJ laptop stand right. that I, you know. Oh, why don't you get a cooling that. unit? Like I'm a, a going fan. to now that I know that, okay. you know, like I'm like, it's it's yeah. Damn, it's it's like, and I, I'm so stupid. Cause I'm like, I know that if I had a big ass desktop, you got to keep it cool. Damn so it. Obviously, and I keep the laptop cool. You know, I blast the AC in here and all that. But I'm just like, all right, you know, keeping it, just raising it up so it's not sitting on a table. And that lowered, you know, look, folks, if y'all understand the OBS struggle, I mean, you know, most of y'all don't because y'all just be seeing hitting it's a screen, and it just works for a lot of people. I don't know. Well, because maybe the, all the equipment's compatible and stuff. My Not fucking sound me. wasn't working. <laughs> So, <laughs> I was sitting there like, y'all can hear me. Not I'm not me. a star. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right. So is that it for the Geekly Asked Questions? That is it. If you have any Geekly Asked Questions, whether it be about comics and TV, film, gaming, whatever your favorite Twitch game may be, or your favorite Twitch streamer, hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com if you want to email us or have some privacy. Otherwise, you can hit us up on the interwebs at forallnerds. And as usual, if you are on a very special tier on our Patreon, patreon.com slash forallnerds, you get, get guaranteed guac questions. Word app. Thank you, as always, for sending those questions. And y'all make this show so much better with your contributions every week, for real. You know, I love Even the week AKAs, love. Even the weak ones, bro. <laughs> no, no, drop them last ones that we didn't say. You know what we talk about, fam. Maze, don't do that no more. Cut that. Them yeah, last that. ones wasn't yeah. it. That's why I ain't saying them. No, that's just terrible, B. Like, that's just, uh, no need. Yeah, come on. <laughs> do better. LeBron James, Jeff. <laughs> All right. Uh, and really quickly, in one of my other favorite segments that everyone knows and loves, it's time for Comics Psychopter. Comics Psychopter, we talk about all the different comics that we cop, which means for those who don't understand, buy, read, you know, anything old, new, anything you're copping. Comics mm -hmm. I cop. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. Make mm -hmm. sure you use that hashtag on Instagram, on Twitter, on I've all social it. media platforms, on Tumblr. Cause we pop it on Tumblr too. You ain't we pop it everywhere. And yeah. I see people using the hashtags. A few people sent out some comments. I mm -hmm. cop this week, actually. Oh, yeah, I saw a lot. That's why I saw the Black Panther cover was when people were tweeting it out to us. I was like, oh, that cover is mm. fierce. Because I have not been over to anyone comics just this week. In fact, shout out to my man, Lance Williams. Because Lance hit me this morning. Yo, he hit me at like nine in the morning. Lance was like, yo, you seen this Ta-Nehisi trivia yet? H you, Lance. Nine Williams. in the morning. Damn. Damn. I'm like, bro, how did you already read the <laughs> comics this week? He was like, yo, I got the digitals this week. So I read them. I was like, dog, uh, I'm not okay. even woke up yet. And you already read the comic, you know, of the week. So early. Um, I know that what do you call it is continue, continuing this week. Sword of X is continuing. I'm not sure which of the 22 parter came out. 
Oh, real quick. Yo, fuck Rob LaFell. Did I say that before? You said that before, but we can always say it again. Yeah, it can be said again because, yeah. you know, I saw a lot of disrespect to our people, Vita Ayala, and yep. go fuck yourself, fam. You know what I mean? And your whole crew and any, anybody who supports you too because that shit is mad weak. Like, and, and I pointed it out on Twitter. It's so ridiculously white, man. It's like, this dude came onto a book, New Mutants, right? And completely changed everything to make it an S-Force. You know, brought Cable in, brought all these guns, turned them into tough badasses, even though they never did shit. They were worse <laughs> than Batman. I mean, just the worst. They were like, oh, we're going to take on all the villains. You know, we're not having it like the X-Men do. And then they had it like the X-Men do every issue. Whatever. Um, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He completely changed it. Like, New Mutants with this nice, you know, about these kids, the New Mutants, and turned them into a paramilitary organization. So the fact that Hickman comes on to X-Men and completely revises it for some reason has got Rob LaField up off in his little, you know, short shorts. And Not his short shorts. <laughs> yeah, and all his pouches and his no feet and his, you know, no hands. anatomy. Yeah. But poorly drawn hands. Yeah, hands, feet, all that. I mean, and he used to be dope, you know. He just he got rich too quick, you know, and never kept going he just you know stayed the same and got worse he didn't but, progress mm. no he got worse really because his first stuff hawk and dub when i first saw him i think uh, me and chico leo were talking about it i think that's his first work ever he did a hawk and dub miniseries for dc and when i saw the cover that you know i didn't care about no hawk and dub barely read dc saw that cover and was like give me this you know what i mean and i was a huge fan of his when he came on the new mutants i was already reading it but when they brought him on i was like yes you know robert fell you know, and so that's it's so bugged out to me to see this now, you know, like, but once again, men are trash and at the top of that trash heap are white men, folks. So stupid a hook, you know, but in some white men that we love over here in comments, I cop, let me give a big happy birthday shout out to my brother, Kieran Gillum, man. Like that is one of the things that we were talking about being starstruck. I'm not starstruck by him because we become friends and stuff, but that is one of the like joys of this show for me because I'm like such a fan of them you know mm -hmm. like karen jamie mckelvey the team i just love them so much and i've met them and for them to be really good people you know like both of them are just really good people you know isn't that it's not refreshing when you're you're hoping that the person the creator you meet is good and you meet yes. them you're like yo y'all y'all are good people <laughs> yeah, isn't that so lovely that they're, they're not assholes <laughs> it's so amazing you know what i mean and like i've actually hung out with karen you know like we've gotten twisted together now <laughs> ran a role-playing session and he's just a great dude and so happy birthday to you man happy Salute. birthday karen yeah love you brother and since it's your birthday, you know, I always talk about Wicked and Divine. If you haven't read it yet, it's one of my read top it. five series of all time. It has, it's a perfect run to me. It's just a beautiful book from beginning to end. It has one of the best beginnings, one of the best endings. I mean, it's just my heart. Like, that book is, like, defining to me because of, like, the things I went through in life while reading it, everything. It's just, you know, that's my heart. So Wicked and Divine, I uh, would always recommend it. But I want to give a big shout out to his other book, which at first I wasn't feeling, so that's why I've never really talked about it on here, <laughs> is uh, this book, Once in Future by Karen mm -hmm. Gillen, with art by Dan Mora and Tamara Bonvillain. And I'm not even gonna lie, when I first started reading it, I was like, yo, Karen must be writing this so he can make Dan and Tamara superstars. Because the art is stupid. And Tamara is the colorist. And I saw her talk about how colorists don't get enough credit. And I always big up colors. And Karen always has fire ones. But Tamara is doing the Lord's work on this book. Like, Tamara killed it. Yeah, the colors are just so beautiful. Every issue. Dan Moore, the art is so dope.
but it's kind of a light story to me about um it's kind of it's about this evil king arthur coming back and to modern times the once and future king and this young indiana jones type character and his grandmother his grandmother is like straight up involved in all the magic stuff she knows all the secrets of the world and she brings him into it and so mm -hmm. they're battling this evil king arthur and all these other monsters from myth like beowulf and Beowulf's mother showed up in the latest, or Grendel, the Grendel and Grendel's mm, mom, mm -hmm, yeah, showed mm -hmm. up in the latest one. Beowulf isn't it as well, but Beowulf is fighting Grendel, or supposed to be, but everybody's evil pretty much. All, all the magic people seem to be evil so far. But at first I was just like, ah, you know, it's kind of light and the art is just incredible, you know? But as I keep reading it, like the grandmother, it's just my heart now. I love this woman, you know, his characterization, his dialogue, all that is always so good. But the art alone makes it worth the buy. Like the colors and the art, Dan and Tamara are killing it. And it's high action. If you like fantasy mixed with modern, you know, you get all that in this book. So check it out. Once in Future from Boom Studios. Pick up the trades because that joint sold the F out. I mean, shout out to you, Tatiana. Remember, you were the one who copied me those first two issues because that joint was ghost. My brother said, I need that. I said, yeah. I got you. Yeah, and it was ghost. And I would not have been able to get my hands on it without you. So thank I, you. I have a copy too. It's in, it's in the plastic right now. As it should be, because I think they're working on some type of adaptation for it. And so the prices is going up, folks, <laughs> as they say. Uh, as always, I do want to thank everyone who has been hitting up the T public page. Y'all have mm -hmm. been going brazy. And it is phenomenal. Like I've said it before, but I'll explain again, like literally every dollar that we make goes back into the show some way. Mm -hmm. It goes into engine, uh, engineering costs for the sound and all that other stuff. It goes into equipment costs. Um, back when we was actually outside, it went to help us get to all the events, uh, like pay for travel, things like that. But honestly, you all have done such a phenomenal job in supporting us in that way. Thank you very much. If you can't support financially, even just sharing, like we've see been seeing that, like especially today, today's International Podcast Day. Mm -hmm. So we've seen mad people salute us and that is absolutely appreciated. Like getting us out there getting the merch, uh, uh, joining our Patreon, like anything you can do is a blessing. And we really appreciate all the support you've been, you've been giving us. And again, tpublic.com slash for all nerds, get you those inclusion is revolution teas, fire the variants, make sure you get your, the safe Negro podcast merch. Uh, ben, I mean, got the bunch of the mugs. Like the mugs are beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love them. They are, y'all. I'm, I'm Yo. not lying to y'all. Damn it! I wish I'd brought one upstairs for this show because yeah, they are absolutely beautiful, y'all. I'm gorgeous. So hype about the mugs. You can get yeah. stickers. People have been copping all kind of things. The mask. My mask is still on the way. I don't even have it yet. Like Damn it's it. still shipping. So yeah, guess I'm, I'm inside. I'm so mad because I'm I got other masks, but I'm about I'm about to take a trip next week and I wish I had the mask to go show right. it off. Yeah, I know. Hurts. Fed pros, fed pros.